when someone chooses to attend your event, first of all, you've done something right, which means you've been creative enough to get them to feel like they want to be there. Like if they're not there, they'll be missing out. That they have to be there live. They don't want to watch the replay. They want to be there in real time. That's a huge win. Welcome to Virtually Live by Kaltura. Every week, we'll get into the latest and greatest in marketing, and specifically event marketing, audience engagement, and brand experience. To guide us through that, we've invited event professionals and marketing leaders from various industries. In this week's episode, Kaltura's former VP Business Development and Strategic Partnerships, Noah Oran, speaks with Adobe's Head of Brand Strategy and Customer Insights, Heather Combs, about why and how creativity should be a crucial tool in any marketer's toolbox and how to cultivate it in your teams. Let's go. Hi, everyone. My name is Noah. I'm VP of Business Development and Strategic Partners here at Kaltura. I'm joining you from my home office in Brooklyn, New York. And today I'm really, really, really excited to have with us Heather Combs, Head of Brand Strategy and Insights at Adobe. Heather, where are you joining us from? Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am joining you from my living room with my plants behind me, as they do in the window, in uh, just north of San Francisco in Marin County in California. Awesome. You definitely have better weather than mine today, no matter what time of year it is. Um, <laughs> I think New York is always the place to be. So I, weather aside, don't, don't knock it. <laughs> okay. All right. So guys, we are here to talk about engaging creativity. Um, and I'm going to kick uh, right off with you, Heather, and say, you know, before we even dive right in there, please help us frame this conversation. What is creativity for you? I mean, um, what does creativity mean within us in our workplaces and in the world around us? And what is it not? Yeah, it's a great question. So I think that, first of all, I'll say that um, for me, creativity is really what it means to be human. It is the thing that really sort of sets us apart from the machines and everything else, right? It is inspiration and ingenuity and innovation and problem solving, but it is also self-expression and connection and, you know, a way to, to come together around common topics and to learn from one another and things that make us distinct and different. And creativity for me is just this just incredibly important part of each of us, but also how we how we collect ourselves to do better things in the world, how we move the world from where we are to where we want to go. Creativity has got to be at the heart of that. And, you know, when you ask about in our workplaces, I think that, you know, workplaces that foster a culture of creativity, of curiosity, of, you know, sort of extracting fear and, you know, sort of in, in infusing in so much space for people to come together and to see what is and what could be, I think that, you know, those those organizations are leaps and bounds ahead, the ones that are creating what's next and sort of on the bleeding edge of culture and, and sort of pushing the bounds of what's possible. When you ask what it's not, I think that, you know, not to be sort of trite, but to me, it, it's not small, right? It's um, creativity is not relegated to just the few who are trained in the, you know, sort of craft of art or design. While art and design are incredibly powerful and meaningful things, they are not the universal definition of all that creativity is. So I know that creativity is is a big idea, as you mentioned, but if we do look uh, specifically into marketing, what is creativity in marketing to be more specific? 
Well, I think marketers have it kind of easier than other people inside of companies because creativity is sort of at the helm of everything we're seeking to do, right? If you think about creativity, it's born out of humanity. And what's more human than being empathetic to understanding each other, to understanding people. And that's part and parcel core to what being a marketer requires. If you don't understand deeply the motivations and behaviors and sort of, you know, needs of the people you're trying to connect with, then, you know, good creative, bad creative doesn't matter when it comes to the types of content that you will deliver out to try and engage people. So do we all have it in us to be more creative? It's not actually easier said than done, but still, how do you become a creative person and marketeer? Any tips that you have to make that happen? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I will say that I think creativity is a skill, but I don't believe that it's a skill that we necessarily learn as we grow older. I think, in fact, it is something that as a society, we have designed the world to unlearn in people. I think there, what is, there's, there's a famous study done back in 1968 to assess when and how creativity sort of like leaves the building. And I think they found that in five-year-olds, 98% of five-year-olds felt themselves to be creative. But when they got to just 15-year-olds, that number went down to 12%. Wow. And when you got into adults, that number went down to 2%. And so it's part of how we think about you know, ourselves in the world. So every one of us is creative and every one of us has that in us, no matter how much we have cared and fed for that part of us, or no matter how much we've pulled that part away in service of other things, but we are each 100% creative at the core. And that is there for us to tap into. Now it takes a little bit of care and feeding to build the muscle, to understand how to allow that creativity space to be. I think Sometimes, especially as marketers or people who hold ourselves to a high bar of accountability, I think we oftentimes rush to, is this good enough? Which I think snuffs the life out of creativity. I think creativity needs space to breathe and it needs space for imperfection before you get to the right answer and outcome. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, if we each sort of step into realizing that we have creativity in our bones, we start to create space for less judgment out of the gate and more sort of ideation and inspiration first. And then we start to sort of call down and think about where do we actually want to land with the things that we're going to go do. So as, as, uh, marketing leaders, um, how can we help spark creativity in our teams? Um, is it enough to just, you know, make room for it? Or in other words, you know, it will happen naturally if we don't interfere too much and guide people along? Or do we need to be more proactive than that as leaders of teams? So I think it's a great question. For me, fostering creativity in teams is a long-term game, right? And I, I say that because just hosting a brainstorm with no rules doesn't creativity make right in a team you actually have to build a set of behaviors where creativity is at the heart of everything and that means that the way feedback is provided is in service of creativity the way that ideas are selected is in service of creativity that we have space where great ideas can come from anywhere and that doesn't mean only for this hour but after that it's the idea that this person says is better than anybody else's we have to actually create the space in an ongoing way, but we also have to build the values of the team around making sure that we're pushing those things. So 
For example, the first thing that I say, you know, when my team comes together is like, assume good intent. Every single person in this room has a different set of backgrounds and experiences, but assume good intent. The second is hold off on judgment. Like every idea is a good idea. You know, once we get ideas on, on paper, then as a collective, we can say, which of these rise to the surface? Are any of these things come together? Do they feel like they're the same? But we're not saying that's a bad idea. Don't write it on the board. Everything makes it onto the wall or the set of post-its or the, you know, whatever whiteboarding software you're using. And I think that, you know, that's just a really important piece of how teams start to cultivate it. And it has to be an active choice. People have to say, yes, I want to be part of this. Right. And I think that that's a really big piece for leaders in how they help teams understand that creativity isn't uh, I, I'll say I'll say if you say it's mandatory, that's a negative way to sort of position it. <laughs> But if you say it's how we do our best work as a group and as individuals, and here's the rules of the road, and you just start behaving in those ways, and you reward positive sort of momentum instead of sort of mitigating negative momentum, you start showing how things can move forward and where creativity is actually creating momentum for the team in a completely different way, everyone on the team will start feeling that. They'll start seeing themselves differently, will open up things in them that they didn't even probably know coming into the job or into the conversation that they thought they were capable of. So it's about feeling comfortable, coming into this, feeling comfortable, feeling like I want to and I have something to provide to this team. I have something to give. I have ideas that other people can use. A hundred percent, right? Which means you kind of have to extract hierarchy, Right. You think about teams come with all different levels and different levels of experience. And you have to sort of set those titles and sort of, you know, number of hours served. Uh, you have to set them aside at the door, because really, at the end of the day, if somebody feels like they're not confident in it being a safe space for them to speak up, then they just won't. And, you know, when you think about great teams and great collaboration through creativity, Every voice has to be part of that. It can't be the loudest voices in the room and they can't just be the extroverts who are comfortable sort of stepping out of their comfort zone and saying anything and everything. It has to be every voice in that room shaping what comes out of that. Because again, like we all come from different levels of experiences and, and at Adobe, like we have a strong belief system that every single person has something to say, has a creative story to share. And that story actually creates connection, but it also helps us better understand each other. And the more we understand each other as teams inside of a workplace, the more creativity can flourish because everyone is part of that. And the more that creativity can turn into more innovative thinking, better work, unlocking you know, agility and all the things that as marketers and teams, we aspire to have be part of the ways that we go about our business. And I do want to touch specifically on Adobe. Can you share more examples of how all that takes place in your and your team's work? I mean, is that how Adobe, of course, with you and the lead, pushes the envelope on their brand experience? I, you know, I think I, I, first of all, would say I'm lying to say if I'm not like extremely blessed to be at a company that supports creativity in the ways that it, it does. You know, creativity sort of, I think, feeds the walls at Adobe, whether they're digital walls or virtual walls. It, it is the way that we we see our brand, you know, the heartbeat of our brand is creativity. 
and how we infuse that into our culture. So whether you're in product design or you're in finance or you're in marketing or anything in between, we, we foster creativity in the ways that we go about our business. In fact, it's actually one of our, you know, sort of core ways we think about the values we hold as an employee base and as a team of leaders helping that employee base to do their best work. And you did mention communities. And, and of course, at the end of the day, events are about people and communities. And of course, you yep. at Adobe have a following and a thriving community. How does creativity come into play in your community building at Adobe? Maybe you can share how you used uh, or infuse creativity in a very recent event of yours. Yeah, well, so interestingly enough, we've just come... We've just completed Adobe Max, which is actually our creativity conference. It is really around bringing creative people together. And, you know, it's, it's a little audacious to bring 7,500 creative people together in person, but also to then compound that with 270,000 or 270 million people online. Or, you know, it's, there's so many people coming together and they're all creatives and like, Okay, well, if we're going to bring them together, then we've got to put together something as an experience that really stands up to what they need in bringing them together. And so, you know, I I had the honor of being there live in person at Max. I had the um, honor of being part of the day two inspiration keynote and interviewing Steve Aoki, who is an incredibly world renowned, you know, entrepreneur, DJ, musician, designer, all of these things, and talking about. What happens when you hit creative block? And we're sitting in front of 7,500 creatives who are all laughing because they all understand what that means, right? And and for us, you know, putting creativity into the way we think about engaging community is is a must-have. It's it's the beginning and the end and all of the points in between and the way we build experiences for them to sort of create natural points of connection, the way we foster the content that we put in breakout sessions or in common areas or in the main keynotes that are actually there to inspire and really show people where the future can go. You know, it's, it's such Adobe max is mind blowing. It's such an amazing thing to sit back and watch, but we do a lot of conferences and I would say that, we bring that same level of creativity to all of them because we understand that at the heart of it, people want to be inspired. People want to feel part of something. People want to be able to see themselves in the things that are being shared. They want to see, oh, this gives me greater confidence that I'm not the only one with that question or that I'm not the only one with that idea. And, you know, hey, look, here's a spark of experience that we've created so that whether you're data people or marketers or creatives or, you know, product designers, we've created space and an experience to foster you really taking in everything, but also putting yourself inside of it. So you're not just consuming, you are interacting. You are part of actually what comes out of that experience. It's not just about the content. It's about every single moment and every single person you talked with and shared with and learned from. I absolutely love it. I feel like it's more of like a yes and approach kind of to to the entire team. Uh, and I'm going to definitely use this tip moving forward. Now, I know that, of course, creativity is, is not about ROI, but still, I want to get into a little bit of measurement here. Uh, and I yes. wonder if there if you think that there is a good way to measure how creative a campaign or 
any marketing business or managerial endeavor was or is? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, marketers are always called to prove their value. So, right. And if creativity is core to who we are, then I think we have to figure out how to quantify that. So I, I think the first thing is, you know, everything we do, again, bringing creativity back to humanity, everything we do has to be grounded in who we're trying to connect with and what is their belief system and setting KPIs that you can measure around how are you capable of moving that belief system? What is the from to you're trying to actually affect? And, and once we actually get that, you know, audience insight tight and we know who we're really trying to target and what the belief system is, and we've set KPIs that are targeted against measuring that, it frees the creative up. It allows the creative to just be, you know, a little curious, a little, you know, you know, and it, it, it all, it all depends, you know, whether you're doing a B2B or B2C or everything in between, you know, there, there, there are ways to express the brand that, you know, can come outside of just KPIs from a like fundamental, did you drive, you know, dollars? Did you drive purchase intent? Did you drive all of these things? You can also measure brand sentiment and perception. And to me, that's like icing on the cake. If you're not only driving the core KPI of this campaign is to move people into this, to have them try this. Oh, and by the way, now they actually love the brand more. I think that we're, we're doing pretty good work. And I think when you can quantify it that way, it's really nice. Then when you overlay real people, you know, when you have qual that you can say, and look at how they feel like that to me is like creativity just on fire. For events specifically, um, can you measure how creativity kind of pays off at a virtual event or a live event? A hundred percent. Right. I mean, I think the first is just overall satisfaction. Like I don't think anyone goes to an event and pulls apart the environment we exist in to consume it, the type of content, the way the content is presented, the sort of in, in energy of the speakers, the energies of the presenters, of the facilitators of sessions. They don't pull apart the sort of experience of walking the halls and the the like, you know, the the, the way the lanyard comes together or how they feel in the swag they get given. All of that is part of the way people walk away from an event and it either feel satisfied or not satisfied. Um, and I think we can all agree that the middle area of an event, like kind of eh, lukewarm is like purgatory. You don't want to be there. Right. You know? And so I think when you think about measuring satisfaction with an event, you are inevitably measuring how effective and creative you were in creating an experience that they couldn't have gotten anywhere else. Right. Because, you know, there's millions of companies putting on events. You There's an, dozens of events every day, hundreds of events every day that you as a marketer or whoever you are could choose to attend. And, you know, when someone chooses to attend your event, first of all, you've done something right, which means you've been creative enough to get them to feel like they want to be there. Like if they're not there, they'll be missing out that they have to be there live. They don't want to watch the replay. They want to be there in real time. That's a huge win. You look at, you know, satisfaction after the fact, we all do post you know, post surveys and we look at how did you feel about this? What was the best thing for you? And, you know, again, coming back to Adobe max and, People were, it was like, I've never seen smiles that big. It was incredible to take in and, you know, and parts of it were, we've all been stuck in our homes or whatever for a number of years. And here we are now back out in the wild. 
But part of it was also just the experience that we created, the sort of the way you walked from one building to the next and everything that was curated for you along that path to think about the people that were helping you. Every single bit of that is measurable because you can talk to people and you can quantify how they feel about what they've just experienced. So I, I am a firm believer. Now my events team may say I'm getting them in trouble, but um, I think that a hundred percent, you know, it's all the, the, the quantifiable value of creativity in the space of events is, is definitely there. Well, Heather, I hope that this event passed your creativity, I would say quiz or, or test. Um, I wanted to say thank you so, so much for joining us today. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I learned a lot and I will definitely try to be more creative, more open to new ideas uh, with myself and with my team moving forward following our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Noah, for having me. I really appreciate the conversation. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the, the pushes. I, it, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Heather Combs and Noah Oran for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in. To give you a little taste of what's coming next week, here's seven questions and events with VP Marketing and Communications and Chief of Staff, Carrie Mentzel Throckmorton. Welcome to Seven Questions and Events. Seven questions with industry expert, Carrie Mentel Throckmorton. No time to waste, so let's go. First one, what's the one thing you want your attendees to get out of your events? Community. What's your favorite way to engage with your audience? Oh, definitely in person. I am a fan of the live and in-person event. Okay, great. And who would be your dream keynote speaker be? No restrictions. So it could be somebody alive or not alive? No restrictions. Yep. Okay. Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Good one. <laughs> Everyone would come. <laughs> <laughs> Which trend in virtual events are you most looking forward to? Um, you know, I, I really like the um, trend in creating a virtual event for the virtual audience. I think when virtual events first started, we tried to basically just kind of record the live event and broadcast it virtually. And I think we've there's been some learnings and, and really tailoring virtual content from a live event to the virtual audience and not thinking of the virtual audience as just like this thing we're going to broadcast to is, is my favorite trend. Great. And what's an event marketing pitfall people should watch out for? Oh, I think just hopping on any, any trend or, um, you know, what's the latest without fully you know, kind of vetting it and understanding its impact on, on the event. Okay. And what's your go-to source for personal development in terms of events and marketing? Definitely attending other events. Um, you know, I, trying to attend what, what I look to as a, as a cool or inspirational event to, uh, to see what, what people are doing and, and what grabs my attention. Okay. And last question, shout out another event professional. Oh, I would say my head of events, Lane Sobel. She's awesome and, and just really a true wizard at her craft. Okay. 
Great. Well, thank you so much. This was great. Um, appreciate your time again. All right. Thank you.